Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hey guys, great to see you here at Healing Journeys Today. This is part three of Believe It, you know, Believe, Receive, and Release. And here's the thing. It sounds like I've heard that before. You know, people think, yeah, I know that. I heard that. And, you know, but sometimes we think we have heard something, but yet there is still like we need to tweak it because we think we heard. We think we know. But do we really? Because I started with, you know, we need to believe. And then, you know, I went to scripture so you can yourself find out. Is this really in the word? We need to have faith. We need to believe, you know. Then we started talking about receiving. How do you receive? You receive with your mouth. In your heart, you believe it. And with your mouth, you receive it by speaking it. And then we were talking about releasing it. And releasing it is actually you taking your authority. And I want to talk a little bit more about that. But I first want to establish a few things because I still see that there are people uh, not understanding that Papa God, he's really good or that it's already been given to us. It's already been done. So we're going to establish a few things and then I'm going to uh, start talking about the releasing part and also a little bit still about the receiving. So it's still about belief, receive, release. We first have to establish because here is the deal. If you would be my friend, you know, we would be friends for 10 years, for instance, and you would not have a precise and correct knowledge of me. If you if you heard something about me that was negative that, well, Cindy's talking about so-and-so and she's talking about me and, you know, but if you would know me, you would know I would never do that. And if I would talk about you, I would come to you first. And then, you know, maybe I would say something to someone else. And I would have already told you like, hey, this part, I have to talk to so-and-so about it because, yeah, I don't know. But if you would know me, you would understand that whatever rumor you hear, if it's negative about me gossiping or criticizing someone, you would know it's not Cindy. It cannot be that Cindy uh, has done something like that. Well, the same thing with Papa God, Jesus, and Holy Spirit. They're one. But the same thing with them. If you really know who they are and how what they're like, you would never, ever think that Papa God would keep you in pain, would keep you suffering, would keep you from giving you your health, your healing, your restoration, your creative miracle. He would never, ever do that. You would know that Jesus, who, who is Jesus? Jesus is the word. Man, we got the word, you know, and it's Jesus. And at Jesus, he's living on the inside of you. How much closer can he get to us? How much closer could Papa God get to us than living on the inside of us? So it's always an inside out thing, not an outside in thing. Because he is already, when you said yes to, if you don't, haven't said yes to Jesus, I can understand. Then it has to be an outside in thing. So then someone has to, you know, pray for you. But 
if he's living on the inside because you said yes to Jesus, how can we still think that it's Papa God, he wants you sick? He doesn't want to heal you yet because you're not perfect or something like that. Or, yeah, he's like, mm, no, Cindy, you just wait for five more years. And then, yeah, you've grown a bit and then I can give it to you. Because, yeah, what, what would you do with health and healing, Cindy, anyway? So, uh, no, he already did that 2,000 years ago on the cross through our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus bore our sins in his own body. So not my body, not your body, his own body. He bore our sins, not his own sins, because he, he never sinned. He came for us. He bore our sins in his own body on the tree, so on the cross, so that we, having died to sins, we might live for righteousness by whose stripes you, me, and everyone on this whole earth were healed. We were healed by those stripes already. But if you don't have a correct and precise knowledge of that, if you don't know that still, if that hasn't become like the truth for you, it will be very difficult. And I'm just a teacher. I'm not teaching to impress no one because who would I impress? I'm not teaching because uh, I'm offered money. I'm not teaching because, uh, well, whatever is the reason. The only reason that I'm teaching is because Papa God dropped that in my heart to do. And after what I have been through uh, concerning sickness and disease, that was not the only thing, but that was like one of the main things, the big things. Um, everything that I went through and he showed me from the word, I can teach that right now. Because I, I had proof. The first things first, the word was my proof. The word is my testimony. You know, everything first, the word, first, the word. And from that derived my testimony, how I got healed, how my body got restored. And that's something, it was not like, oh, that was a few years back. So ah, that's over. But then I just started walking out what I saw that he showed me and I'm doing. And what happened was I saw other people get healed from cancer, from a lot of things. You know, I can, I don't even know anymore. Uh, diabetes, uh, it was a lot of allergies, so many different types of things. So that's actually why I am teaching because Papa God asked me to do that. So there is nothing in it for me than to have you understand what I'm teaching. That, that's all. But if you still don't understand how good Papa is, then we're going to have a problem. First things first, we first have to believe but what do we really believe? But really, just just be honest. I'm I'm really not like, yeah. Well, let's fake it till you make it. I, I don't have to fake it. You know, you don't have to fake it. It's already been done. But let me just show you how good Papa God is. So uh, first things in in Psalms one one nine, and this is something we really need to understand. Listen to this Psalms one one nine. Verse 89, and I'm just going to read it in a few different translations. Your word, Lord, is eternal. 
It stands firm in the heavens. This is the NIV version. Listen to this. English Standard Version. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly fixed in the heavens. Let's go to the New King James Version. Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Now, why am I, you know, reading this? You can go and read it for yourself. Psalms 119, verse 89. Because here we see something of our proper God that we need to believe. If you don't believe it, it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be difficult. His word is forever settled in heaven. So his words, they stand firm. He never will alter a word. He will never change a word. Say, oops, <laughs> sorry, Cindy. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Just wait a minute. I have to change a few words here because I was a bit angry. Oh, didn't like that you didn't do this and this. So I had to change. No, he's not like that. Everything he does, he does from love. Every single thing. There's nothing that he does, he doesn't do from love. So he's so good that his word, it, they stand. That's why we up till this day and for all the ages to come, when everything will be wiped out with fire, the word is the only thing that will stand. That's why when people fight, you know, for certain things, they fight for the clothing, they fight for the food, they fight for the spouse, they fight, they fight, they do this. They do. It will all pass away one day, but only the word will stand. And now, why the word? Because the word is Jesus. If we could just believe this, that his word is true. When you see 1 Peter 2.24, that by his stripes you were healed, that stands so firm, it's eternal. And even it happened 2,000 years ago, it's still in effect. It never lost its power. And that word is alive on the inside of you. That power is alive on the inside of you. Jesus, it's Jesus. He's alive on the inside of you. But people are like this. Oh, no, Cindy. Yeah, everyone is selling us, uh, but I cannot see him. I didn't feel him today, Cindy. This went wrong. That went wrong. Symptom after symptom. Pain after pain. Diagnosed from the doctor came even back, even worse than I thought. So don't come and tell me about Jesus living on the inside of me. But he is. You might not believe me right now, but one day you will understand what I was trying to get over to you time and time again. We need to acknowledge him. Hey, Jesus. Hey, Cindy. Jesus, I, I'm feeling so alone, but I know you're here. Can you manifest yourself to me right now? <laughs> you know, he is right there with you. When people, when they cry, there's no one for me. You know, that man at the pool of Bethesda. Oh, there's no man, no one to bring me to the pool when the angel drops and ah, da, da. But Jesus was right there. And Jesus, it was because he, he didn't went to the cross yet. So he was standing in front of the man. And he said, pick up your bed. You know, pick up your mattress and walk. The man did that and he walked. Well, that same Jesus is living on the inside of you. The same health and healing is living on the inside of you. I saw someone had uh, said something like, I'm still waiting on uh, Jesus to heal me. But that's not correct. Jesus already healed us 2,000 years ago. I wasn't even born yet. 
And I'm so sure you are not even born yet. And every age that will come after this, 3,000 years, 4,000 years, if he hasn't come back yet, they still can bank on the fact that the word is forever settled in heaven, that his word is eternal and it stands firm, fixed, and it's living on the inside of you. We need to believe these things. Otherwise, what are you receiving and what are you releasing? And I cannot do that for you. So I cannot change your mind for you. I cannot think this for you. It's up to us what we want to believe. And do you know people think it's so difficult to believe something when it's not? Because we can believe almost anything. We believe what the doctors tell us. We believe what the diagnosis is telling us. We believe when an app comes in, we read it, we believe it. We believe what people write on Facebook, and a lot of it is fake. We believe when someone tells us, oh, you're so ugly, you will never get out of the sickness, you will always stay paralyzed. We believe those things. But are their words forever settled in heaven? Are their words Jesus? No, it's not. But we take those words, you know, faster than we take the word of Papa God because we cannot see Papa God. We cannot touch him. We cannot touch Jesus. And that's a person. I can see the person and I can touch the doctor. I can see the doctor. So that makes it so real. Does it? Does it really? So... Look at this, because a lot of a lot of times we don't really understand how good Papa God is. There are just a few and um, uh, verses I want to show you. Let's start at Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, says declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Does that sound like he doesn't want to heal you? He wants to prosper you. Third John 1, 2 tells us as his beloved, his dearly beloved, you are his greatly beloved, his, his high esteemed, his loved one. You know, he wished above all things that you may prosper, one, financially, but also, you know, you will blossom and bloom. Secondly, that you are in health. And thirdly, even as, so according as your soul prospers. And you know what he's actually saying to us? Because I love you so much. That's why you can prosper. That's why you are walking in health and your soul can prosper. But if you don't even know that he loves you, if you have trouble, you know, if you're condemning yourself, if you're not seeing yourself worthy of his love, you're going to have a problem because he does everything out of love. But you will have a fight with yourself. Oh, but I cannot because he doesn't love me. I did this and this. My parents never loved me. I was adopted. So who would love me? I'm unlovable. No one enjoys my presence. I'm not a fun person. You're in condemnation. And the more I speak about these things, um, showing people that, Condemnation, it will kill you. They don't believe it. Unbelief, it will stop whatever Papa God wants to do from the inside out. It will block it. Dominant thoughts, they will block something. But people don't believe me. They're like, no, Cindy, he just has to stretch out his hand and then heal me. 
He already did. It's alive on the inside of you. And that's why I'm teaching. And it looks like I'm always teaching the same things, but it's not the same thing. It looks like the same thing, but I'm just showing every point of view, every single way that I can to get it cemented in your mind that it's already given to you. He has already given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. But I cannot decide for you to believe it. You decide what you want to believe. If you want to believe the diagnosis above the word, that's something that you decide. I cannot decide that for you. But I am praying and speaking that you will elevate the word above the word of the doctor. Even though you can see the doctor in the natural, but you cannot see Jesus in the natural. But he is here. He's right here. So there's a Bible verse I'm actually uh, looking for, and I cannot find it right now. But listen to this. Mark um, chapter 10, verse 18. And Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You see, again, Papa God is good. Just repeat it for yourself. Papa God is good. Jesus is good. Holy Spirit is good. The word is good. So everything that flows from Papa God, it is good. It's good. We need to see those. We need to just receive that. Believe it and receive that. Psalms 34, verse 8. Oh, taste and see. And I love this one. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. How blessed is the man or woman who takes refuge in him. Oh, thank you, Lord. You're so good. Psalms 107, verse 1. Give thanks to the Lord. Why? For he is good. His love endures forever. He will never, ever stop loving you. Never. You know, I was thinking about this. And um, I was thinking about when... Uh, how do you say that? You know, when the people are incarcerated and um, still their parents come, you know, to the to the jail. I was looking for the for the word jail to the jail to visit their children, but they're already grown men or grown women. That mom or that dad still loves the child, even though maybe the child has murdered someone, has even raped or. They go and visit their child. It's their child. They love the child. Whatever the, the child has done, they know it wasn't good, but still they visit their child. Now, those are human beings or natural people. How much more Papa God? Today, I had to babysit my, my grandbaby, Imani, and she's the cutest. Oh, she's so cute, so chubby, chubby. And, you know, I just... Uh, I, I stood up very early to get there, you know, and when I'm there, I'm just trying to do anything and everything that I can do for them, for my son and my most beautiful daughter-in-law. What happened was, what happens when I go to them, anything and everything that I, I can do for them, I will do. If I need to cook, I cook, I clean, I, I take care of the baby. I, I just want to love on them to show them that I love them so much. And I'm so grateful for my little grandbaby Imani. I'm talking to Imani, telling her, Imani, grandma loves you, kissing her on the cheeks, holding her. You know, she's so funny. And I'm just blessing her and, you know, taking 
good care of her, you know, uh, seeing that she has her food on time, that she takes her naps on time, just loving on her, just loving, 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 loving on her. And I was thinking about that today. And I said, Papa God, I love Imani so much. And she's my grandbaby. But I love my son also so much. Oh, man, I'm so in love with my kid. And um, I love my my and, um, daughter-in-law so much. I just love the three of them. I said, and I just want to do anything, even though I'm, I'm tired, I'm busy. I make time free in my schedule to be with them. You know, it brings tears to my eyes when I think about it. And I said, Papa God, you make time for us. You sent your word and you healed us. You delivered us from destruction, but we don't, we don't see that. We don't see that you did everything that you could do, everything to make it all right for us, to heal us, to restore us, to give us. You gave us Jesus, your only begotten son, but we still don't believe that. You gave us our Lord Jesus Christ, he went to the cross for us, and we don't believe it. He took upon himself. He was, you know, he was an, um, oppressed. He was, you know, hit. It's it just torture what happened to him, stricken, smitten, afflicted by God, oppressed. And it was our unspeakable, indescribable gift, Jesus. But we don't believe that. And if I, a grandma, I want to do anything and everything for my son and my, uh, my uh, daughter-in-law and my grandbaby, how much more you? How much more, Papa God? Have you ever thought about that? Start thinking about those things, speaking those things out of your mouth. I just want to cry very loud right now. Because I know there are people, they don't see it like that. And you know why? Because we are too busy with the natural, too busy with ourselves. I am in pain. I am sick. I'm dealing with this for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. The symptoms got more. The doctor told me I was going to die. No one believes me. No one loves me. No one. Everything is about us. Because I'm sick. Because I'm this. And it's about me. It's about me. It's about us. But have you ever thought about Papa God, giving his only son, he just did his utmost best, gave everything that he had, the most precious thing that he had for us. He never sinned. Jesus never, ever sinned. And he took our sins. And he said, you go free. You just, you just walk free. I, I'm taking the punishment as a big brother, as a husband, as your maker. I'm taking the punishment for what you did, but I take it. And I take those stripes on my back. And it was not just on his back, people. They didn't measure it out like, oh, this is his back. Don't, don't Anna, hit him too hard that it will come here or here or here. Be sure not to rip out, uh, rip out skin here. No, they just beat him and they kept on beating him 39 plus one times and his flesh was ripped his wounds they trickled blood meaning it just just came out the blood just came out 
And that's, that's our Jesus that we do not believe, that we will not receive and will not release because, hey, I'm in pain. What about that, Jesus? Yeah, forever you were to set it in heaven. But uh, my symptoms got more. I got cancer. I got, you know, everything that we have. Oh, so-so prayed, nothing happened. So-so prayed and nothing happened. I went there and nothing happened. I did this and nothing happened. I confessed the word. I listened to teaching every day. I this, I did, I, what about Jesus? So I'm just trying to establish certain things. And I know not everyone will like this, but that's okay. You know, Papa God, I always tell him things like, and, um, um, John 15, you know, I said, hey, Papa, Jesus, you are the true vine. Papa, you're the fine dresser. And, you know, I'm the tree that bears fruit and you prune me so I can bear more, more fruit. But when I'm pruned, I don't like it. It's like, oh, why me? Tell someone else that they did something wrong, not me. <laughs> or I tell him what in Proverbs, you know, the one he loves he will correct the one he loves. And I will not despise his correction because he loves me. So when I'm corrected, I'm like, you're right. You know what I do? I just repent. Easy as that. I'm not, you know, soaking like, oh, I didn't do that. Oh, I, oh, I did my best. Can't you see that? No, I just repent because I know you're right. I was wrong. And he told me one time, I told him, I said, because then I didn't really have the revelation that it was already done. So I just had to check myself. And I was like, I confess the word. I'm listening to teachings day and night. I'm, you know, and I was, I, 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 and I'm still in pain and I'm still sick and the money and I cannot pay the rent and my child. And I, and when I was young, so-and-so happened, so-and-so said this. And so I was just gathering all the negativity placing it in front of him and saying, now you do something. And you know what his answer was to me? He's always so, you know, he's always in peace. So he, he said, and what about my son, Cindy? And I was like, what about your son? <laughs> and he said, in everything that you just said to me, I never heard you say, but Jesus did it for me. Jesus took my pain. Jesus delivered me. Jesus healed me. Jesus took the stripes for me. By his, I said, you're right. I had to repent. I said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I believe the lies. I received the lies and I released the lies because I was speaking them out of my mouth, you know. <laughs> I was cooperating with the devil big time. Not even seeing it like that, but it was that. And I was not submitting to the word anymore because I was frustrated. I was living in pain. Everything was crumbling around me. So, hey, where is God in all this? And when he said that, I just repented. And if you are, you know, the same as me, you also need to repent about these things. You know, you believe the lies more than you believe the word, Jesus. You did not viewed it from Papa God's point of view, from the perspective of a uh, heaven of throne, but you reviewed it from, you know, the bottom, it's always going to be different, you know? And I just repented. I said, Papa God, 
I was wrong, but you are right. By the stripes of Jesus, I were healed. And I know it is, I was healed. You know, I was healed and I am healed. I just, I wasn't submitting to the word anymore. I was just looking into the natural. I was in my feelings and in my emotions. I was looking in unbelief. I wasn't holding or revering the word, Jesus, who's living on the inside of me. I'm so sorry. Oh, man, when I think about that, that moment. And he's so sweet. He never hit me. He never, you know, turned his back on me. He just loved on me like And I said, I repent. And repentance is just... You know, you're burning the house down. So whatever it is that you did wrong or, you know, you messed up somewhere, you just burn the house down. This is in the Hebrew language. That's the picture. And then you close that door and then you turn your back to that house that is burned down, that's in ashes, and you walk away from it. So it wasn't that I, I was, you know, crying for hours and hours. Just that moment like, oh. Jesus is not about me. It's about you. It's not even about the pain. It's all about you, what you've done for me. Because resting in his finished work is that I'm truly resting in his finished work. Everything that I'm doing or thinking about is because of that finished work. So then it will never, ever become works. It cannot. It will become everything about the word. So instead of works, I will have the word and I will do things in line with the word because then I will believe the word, I will receive the word and I will release the word. But I need to establish and understand that truly Papa God is good. Now listen to Psalms 73. And this is also one of my favorite. I had it on my on a scripture wall. And it's a Psalm of Asaph. Surely God is good to Israel. And I love this because um, in the message translation, it says, truly God is good to Israel. Uh, but I always say this, truly God is good to Israel. Truly God is good to Cindy, um, to those who are pure in heart. And it's not that we need to be perfect, but when we are pure in heart, it's just that we believe his word. If we don't, you will not have the desired result. You will not see the desired outcome, even though it's already available. It's here on the inside of us. So, um, Papa God, he is good. I just wanted to establish that because there are still people who don't have a precise and correct knowledge. He's not the one who made you sick. Do you know? And what I'm going to say, it might offend a lot of people. I'm so sorry for that. But do you know that a lot of times, we get ourselves into trouble? Do you know that when we are in envy and strife, it opens a door to every evil work? Sickness, disease, illness, ailment, uh, damages to your body, injuries. Do you know it's all evil work? It's also evil work, poverty and all those things. It's evil work. And if you keep on being in that envy and strife, you know, in, the, in Proverbs, it tells us that everyone can start a quarrel, but we can also 
cease the striving. You know, we can stop it. Because everyone can start a quarrel. But we can also stop it. And the thing is, he shows us in the word, he tells us, uh, for instance, he's not given us a spirit of fear. He tells us every single time, do not be afraid. Why are you afraid of people? Do not be afraid. You know, he tells us, I've not given you spirit of fear. And what do we do? We fear. And then when we are in fear, we're like, yeah, but hey, I cannot be perfect. That's a worldly thought. The world is in fear, but they don't have the Lord Jesus. Why are we in fear when he tells us not to be? Yeah, but Cindy, you don't understand. But that fear opens a door to something. I was always a fearful person. And I wasn't born, you know, and I thought, well, let's be fearful. No, that fear was installed in me when I got, you know, hit and all the things that happened. Um, demonic stuff and whatever. And I was a child. So, hmm. But fear, there was fear and it opened a door. You know, doubt. Jesus tells us in Mark 11 that whoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt, and shall not doubt, and shall not doubt in his heart with beliefs. And there are people taking authority with doubt. People taking authority with fear. People taking authority, but they doubt in their heart. Yeah, yeah. Cindy will pray, but nothing will happen. Okay. Then nothing will happen. You see, he tells us, and then people, they get angry with me. Yeah, stop talking about it. If I'm in doubt, nothing will happen. But why isn't anything happening yet? That's why I'm teaching. That's why I'm talking about these things. I can preach and teach it and fire, you know, and I, but I've noticed that then people, they they never heard what I said. They were just, hallelujah, praise the Lord. And after the ser service, I was always like, they never heard any word that I said. So that's why I'm teaching like very, mm, mm, mm. so then no one can tell me I didn't hear it. And you can always go back to this teaching and listen again. He shows us things. Why is he telling us? Just, just think about that. Why is he telling us to do not doubt? Don't be afraid. I'm not giving you a spirit of fear. And what envy and strife does, and strife in the book of Proverbs, you will find things about strife. Why we should uh, forgive people. You know, just all those natural killers. I call them natural killers. Why you don't have to be condemned, you know, live in condemnation? Because it kills. You know, all those things. Why will he tell us that? Why will Jesus tell us that he could not do many mighty works because of their unbelief? Not because of his unbelief, their unbelief. Why couldn't he do many mighty works? Mark chapter 6. Why would he tell us that? If, hey, just speak the word and that's it. No, he knows it will hinder you. Satan knows that. So he's like, hey, let's just keep that alive. Let me give you more stress and anxiety. Let me get you even more worried. And there are people. They are worried about their children, grandchildren, about their work, about their whatever. They're worried about so many things. And when I talk to them and I will say something about, hey, do you worry a lot? They're like, no, 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 no. Me, I mean, faith. I know the word. And they are offended. 
that I just said something about worry. They are in faith. And when they're actually worrying, well, I don't mind. It's not my life. It's not my body. But it will hinder you. Because he told us in Matthew 6 to not worry. Why are we worrying? When he tells us not to. Well, the thing is, because that's what we believe, that it's okay. It's okay for us to worry. And people love it when, if I would give a teaching, you know, about how he loves you and it doesn't matter if you worry, if you're stressed out, he knows about that. He just loves you. Yes, he loves you and he will love you till the end of time. And there's for us no end of time, you know, because we are eternal with Jesus. But the thing is, he knows it will hinder you. So that's why he made this available to us, the written word. And he told us, hey, don't doubt in your heart. Hey, you got authority. Hey, I'm a good God. Hey, Jesus healed all who were oppressed by the devil, healed all kinds of sickness and disease. Oh, even in the Old Testament, Jeremiah 30 from verse 17. Oh, he in, uh, he and healed our wounds, you know, he increased us in health. He restored us to health. He cured the incurable. Hey, he showed us, I just showed you that he knows the plans that he has for us, plans to prosper us. So not plans to hurt you, not plans to keep your health and healing from you, but we don't believe that. We believe the opposite. But because we're not honest, we never get ahead. We need to be honest with ourselves. I had to be honest and I had to submit to the word again. And it was when I submitted to the word, when I surrendered everything, my mouth, my tongue, my heart and my mind, because with my heart, I believe with my mouth, I was confessed, you know, to salvation. I will speak and uh, I believe I, I will speak what I believe. So I had to change those things and I had to submit to Papa God again, meaning I had to submit to the word. I had to submit to the word and that's when I could resist the devil and he would flee from me. But a lot of times we read the scriptures and we say that we believe. Yes, yes, I know the scripture. Yes, yes, I know. Do we really believe it? Because if we believe it, then we also receive it. And that's what we will release because how do we release things with our mouth? This thing here, death and life is in the power of our tongue. I heard people speak and I knew, I knew this is not fate, but they thought they were in fate. And when I said something about it, they got offended. And then I'm like, okay, well, that's okay. No one listened to me. It's okay. It's okay because you're not hurting me. I knew that I had to submit to the word again. So what are you releasing? What are you believing? And what are you receiving? That's something you have to ask yourself. And you can always just sit with Holy Spirit and say, okay, Holy Spirit, this girl, she's, why is her teaching like this today? Couldn't she teach about your love? Couldn't she teach about anything else? Okay, but can you please tell me? Am I truly believing the word that by his stripes I was healed? Am I truly believing that you took my infirmities and bore my sicknesses and made me whole? Am I truly believing that you restored me to health, increased me to health, cured the incurable? Am I really believing 
Am I receiving that? Am I releasing that? Or am I releasing something else? You have to check those things. Okay, so what are we releasing? Because, yeah, I can talk to you about authority and everything else, but if your believing system is not working, your receiving system is all mixed up, what you will be releasing will not bring you the desired outcome. So I can take authority, but if I, in my heart, you know, my heart will condemn condemn me because I'm talking rubbish all day long. Like, oh, I don't like so-and-so. You know what they did to me? I will never forgive so-and-so. Oh, I'm so angry with Sire. I get irritated, you know, when I'm uh, driving. Oh, why did you pass me by like that? Uh, and the whole day I'm like that. And then all of a sudden, uh, this pain hits me. And I'm like, stop it, pain. In the name of Jesus, get out. Will it work? My heart will say, she's stopping rubbish all day long. Don't don't believe her. Or if I would get, promise you that I would do something for you and I will not do it. I have people who do those type of things with me. And they're just like, oh, oh, yeah, so sorry. I forgot about that. And I just know because it's not that I'm thinking, why didn't they do that for me? Or, you know, they promised. But I'm thinking like, how can you? Be like that because your words, they don't, they don't have weight for you. So when something happens, how will you take authority then? And then I know it might not happen. They will not have the desired outcome. I don't want that for them. But that's the way they are living. Or people are always late. I, got, I know a few people, they're always like, always late but if you are late they will get angry with you so it, it's just not we we need to have an excellent spirit i just love the book of daniel and that's something i would speak over me and my children like daily but daniel had an excellent spirit we need to have an excellent spirit as well you know and that's the thing because sometimes people don't understand why things are not happening that's why i'm teaching this it might not be happening because of your own words. Your own words are speaking against you. Your heart is speaking against you. Maybe the things you have to get rid of, get out of unbelief. Just stop the fear. If fear is blocking you, I know people say, yeah, but you don't know. I might not know. That's right. You don't know the panic attacks. You don't know the anxiety. You don't know the stress I'm under. You don't know why I worry. I understand that. But if that is keeping me from living a healthy, divinely healthy life, I will stomp fear in the face. I will stomp anxiety in the face and say, you better shut your mouth in the name of Jesus because you will not be a hindrance to me no more. If unbelief keeps on talking, I will shut unbelief's mouth in the name of Jesus and tell it, you better get out right now. Stop it. I bind you because I got that authority. Those spirits are subject to me and I want and I command my health and my healing into physical manifestation right now in the name of Jesus because he already made it available for me and you're not going to block it. That's something that I would do. And it's okay if you don't want to do it like that. That's okay. But I will not have not nothing and no one block what is already mine. If it was one million, well, hundred million uh, dollars, 
that someone would have given to me, given me their bank uh, card, telling me, hey, that money is there, it's yours. I would get up, take the bank card, go to the ATM, get the bank card in, even if I would be in fear to go outside, even if I would have unbelief, I would go and say, hey, you're not stopping me, that money is mine. Because I have a giving plan. I need to give to ministries. I need to do these type of things. And I would just go. I would go. Because 100 million, would you leave it? No, you wouldn't. Someone would tell you, well, uh, we got we got some houses for you. They're mansions. You got 180 rooms. And I know a lot of Christians go, no, no, that's too much. 180 rooms. Well, go and get the house with 180 rooms. And you can just place an um Children there, and uh, you know, children who are living on the street, you can place them in the 180 rooms and you still have room over. So don't always think, oh, oh no, we're Christians, we cannot do that. No, you take it. You would take it and you would sell it maybe. Or someone tells you, I got three yachts and the, the yachts are like $1 trillion each, you know. I would go and get the yacht. I, or I would ask someone, you better get me out of this bed and bring me to my yacht because they're mine. Fear or no fear, anxiety, no anxiety, panic attacks or no panic attacks. I would just go. And it's the same with the health and healing. It's mine, then I take it. It's mine. How dare you, unbelief, still speak to me. If I would know who I was, I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I am the beloved daughter of Papa God in whom he is well pleased. Papa has pleasure in my pleasure. It's Papa good pleasure to give me sin in the kingdom. And he told me, he said, hey, Cindy, you're always with me. All I have is yours. Then all he has is mine. And then he tells me that health and healing, I provided that for you. It's yours for the taking. Then I will take it. And if fear tries to talk to me, unbelief tries to talk to me because they just want to talk you out of it. Doubt tries to talk to me. I would just get angry. Stop talking to me. How dare you speak in the ears of royalty because we are royalty. Do you know that? You are royalty because your papa God's a child. You know, my children, to me, they are royalty. Nobility. They are I see them as great men and women. I see them like, wow, I really love them so much. But if one of them comes to me and says, oh, I just feel like this puny little thing, mom, I cannot. I, you know, my heart is like, no, no, honey, no, no, no. No, let mama tell you who you are. And I will open up my mouth. You can ask my children. They can come to me with anything, but I will open up my mouth and tell them how great they are, that they can do all things. You know, I will tell them, I said, oh, no, but you don't know who you are. Let me tell you again. And that's exactly the word telling us who we are. Do you believe it? Do you receive it? Is that what you are releasing from your mouth? Or are you saying, oh, so puny, Papa God, I cannot do it. The pain is too much. The symptoms are too high. That this is too great. You speak to the mountain. Whoever shall speak to the mountain shall say to the mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea. That means violently cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that uh, I believe that those things will be done. He or she will have whatever, whatever he says. 
that healing is yours. It's the devil trying to show you, no, don't listen to Cindy. No, no, <laughs> no, you will never get healed. He tried so many times and nothing worked. He even went to Healing is Here conference. Nothing happened. You went to Healing Journeys Today conference. Nothing happened. It got worse. Don't believe that. Doubt is speaking. Fear is speaking. Unbelief is speaking. Oh, you're stressed out. You, you cannot speak and take your authority right now. You know, he will always try and hinder you. Because he doesn't want you to know who you are. He doesn't like me because he doesn't like what I'm speaking out of my mouth, talking that you are royalty, talking that the health and the healing is already yours. He doesn't like that. I'm looking at the time. But I really had to take bring this out because it. I feel it in my heart that Papa God is like, why don't they believe me, Cindy? I just love them so much that I already healed them. Why do they think that I'm not? wanting them healed that i'm the one withholding like no i'm, I'm not going to heal you that i cannot heal cancer or that i cannot heal someone who's paralyzed that it's so difficult for me to heal gums to heal someone who had an injury why don't you believe me cindy I, you know usually I'm, I'm really you know like you know really laughing but i feel on the inside as if Holy Spirit, I know he's not crying, but it's like he's he's so sad. Like, why don't they believe me? Why don't they receive those words, these words over the words that were spoken over them as a child, for instance? Why don't they believe it? You know, Jesus, he's like, after what I've done, why don't they believe me, Cindy? Why don't they receive it and release that out of their mouth? You know that even people who lie, and I've been around liars. And I was like, that's not true. But they told the lie over and over and over. They start believing that it really happened like that. And I was like, it never happened like that. Other people were like, it never happened like that. You know, but they are like, no, this is what happened. Because they believed in their lie. How come? Because they kept on speaking it. And they started to believe it, receive it, release it, believe it, receive it, release it. Wouldn't you think that if you would take the word, even though the symptoms are high like that, the fever is high, whatever it is, if you would just start speaking the word, but not like, oh, I confessed it, I tried it. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you can even take one Bible first on health and healing or restoration or whatever. And then you speak it until it becomes yours you become one with that word because that word is one with you already on the inside in your spirit it's already there people i i'm, I'm all i almost want to beg you start believing that you are already healed he's already given you everything that pertains to life life and godliness his word is life to those who find it and help to all our flesh. You know, we serve the Lord of God and his blessing is on our food and water. He took sickness away from the midst of us. None shall miscarry or be buried in our land and we will live a full lifespan. Do you believe those things? Do you believe it's already, it's already done 2,000 years ago? I never, ever 
had one person, when I said that to them, scream from for joy and shout for joy. Never, ever. Man, I wish I could just open up your mind and place it in. I'm looking at the time. And I see like um, Wendy Lee says straight from the throne of our father. Oh, I feel like like tears here. And I know it's it's from Papa God. I need to tell you this. I need to really press this into your heart, cement this into your minds. Papa God, he is good. You you stop, just stop believing Satan. Stop believing the devil. He's the father of lies. Stop believing those lying symptoms. I know it feels so real in your body, but those are the liars. The pain, it's a lie. I'm not talking about you denying that it's there, but you just deny the, that, that, it, that it can be in your body. Just tell them, no. No, this body is the body of Christ. You have no right to this body. You start getting angry at the devil. You start resisting him and not resisting Papa God by staying in unbelief, staying in doubt, staying in the fear, staying in the stress, the worry, the panic attacks, placing your faith in those things. Yeah, every single time at seven o'clock, I feel the panic attacks coming. No, every time at seven o'clock, you know they're coming. You say, you better run in the name of Jesus because my Papa God is so good. He gave his only begotten son. His word, man, if we would only believe that and receive it and release that out of our mouth. It's not that our militants are so passionate. I know that the word is deep truth. And if you make it deep truth, you will see what it will do for you. The only outcome it can have is health, healing, wholeness, restoration. That's the only thing. But if you don't believe it, it will not happen. If you don't want to take your authority, it will not happen. I cannot do it for people. And I'm not frustrated. I feel healed as if Papa God is like, no, I want the best for them. I already showed them the plans I have for them. Tell them again, Cindy. Tell my children. Tell them, I have already healed you. It's yours. You draw it out. You speak it into physical manifestation. You say, no cancer, no pain, no symptoms. I'll bind you, spirit of infirmity. You get it out of your mouth. Because Papa God, he's truly good. He already did it. Jesus is right there. But you don't see him. You don't acknowledge him because you cannot feel him. Because you're going by your own feelings and emotions. People, people, he loved you so much. Have you ever thought the agony at that cross? Have you ever had a nail driven through here or here? Because some say it's here and some say it's here. Or through your, your tooth, both feet. So a nail is driven through both of your feet, through the bones, the muscles, the nerves, the skin, and you're already blooded, gutted, and then people look at you and say, no, I feel pain, so no, Jesus is not here, and he's right, right here, right here, right here. Oh, I cannot hear Holy Spirit, and he's right here, right here. Oh, no, Papa, he doesn't want to. And he already did it. I don't know why my teaching is like this today, but I just feel Papa God just 
asking me, would you please do that? And for him, I will do it. Even if no one likes this, I really don't care. I care about Papa God, Jesus, and Holy Spirit. He knows best. And you need to know that he's only good. He's, he's good. He never gave you the fear, the stress, anxiety, the worry. He, he never did that. He never did that. He never made you sick. Never, ever, 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 ever. He healed you. Oh, Ravaka Santia. Oh. I just want to cry right now. So I don't know if I can. Um... Papa God, you're good. I just for a minute going to praise you. Thank you for healing us. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for your word. Thank you so much. And I just repent together with my brothers and sisters. We just repent that we just didn't believe and didn't receive and didn't release you, Jesus, and your word. I'm so sorry. We're so sorry, Papa God. Thank you for forgiving us. Thank you so much for forgiving us. And thank you. Right now, we submit to the word of God again. And we just believe it is the truth. We just submit to you, Papa God, in the name of Jesus. We turn our backs to doubt, fear, unbelief, stress, worry, anxiety. It's all poop, a bunch of poop. Man, we flush that through the toilet. All the sickness and the disease and everything that wants to talk and talk so loud and shout in our ears. They're nothing. They're just losers. So we just stand on the word right now and thank you for your word and i just speak that all over the place physical manifestations of health and healing in the name of jesus i just speak ears pop open eyes pop open in jesus name thank you papa god for already healing us in the name of jesus Tina, can I ask you for you to agree for me just to believe that I am healed from top to bottom and take authority over all symptoms just to believe and have peace that all appointments coming up will be perfect. And I stand in agreement with you. I stand in agreement. I cannot believe it for you, but I stand in agreement. And I will just ask that everyone who has this question, you start changing your mind to the word and start speaking those things like every appointment is great. Jesus already healed me. Thank you, Papa God, that I'm healed from this, that, this, that in the name of Jesus. But from head to toe, you are healed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Um, let me see. Amen. Everyone, I'm so sorry. Uh, thank you so much, Michael, Sarah, everyone, Lisa. Um, I might not um, say everyone's name, but um, I just feel Papa God so close right now. Please agree with me, Ra uh, Rachel. Please agree with me that heart palpitation, anxiety, and weakness leave now in Jesus' name. And I agree because they have to. They know they have to go. They know that. So you just speak against them. I agree with you. And you just speak against them in the name of Jesus because you got that authority. Right now, these things you leave in Jesus' name. 
Thank you, Lord. Yes, Irma, we are co-heirs. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you so much, everyone. Um, I'm so sorry. I just really feel like, not feel like crying, but it's because I'm not, I'm not crying, but it's like he is talking. He's still talking. So uh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to end the sessions. Uh, someone says before sunset, beautiful. Doctors aren't perfect, but Jesus Christ blesses them by telling us we should go to them in some cases. Well, the thing is, it's according to our faith. There are people, they don't go to doctors and they get healed. And there are people, they go to doctors. I went to the doctor. I didn't know it was wrong. So when I knew it was wrong, it was easier for me. But that was where my faith was. There are people, they can just speak and boom, you know, they never go to the doctors. After that, I never went to the doctor. You know, like, why would I? I'm healed. I'm the healed. So I didn't do that. But the doctors, not that the doctors are wrong. So please don't get the notion that I'm saying doctors are wicked. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that Papa God, his word needs to be above the word of whoever is speaking into your life. And the only thing he sees is that we, we believe other people more than that we believe the word. That's why I was talking about doctors. Hallelujah. So everyone, let me see. Lump in the inside of the lower right arm. I agree that you are healed. That lump is a liar. It came straight from hell. It did not came from heaven. So that lump, I command you dead. Cursed in Jesus' name. And I commend your body blessed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Valerie, I agree with you for complete healing from neurological disease. In the and I like that you say that you are healed because you are in the name of Jesus. Right now, whatever is the hindrance in your physical manifestation of healing, I bind that. I command that broken in Jesus' name. And I, I just command Total physical healing in your neurological system in Jesus' name. Whatever is that source, I command that stop. And I just speak your body blessed, whole, healed, and healthy in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. People, I really have to go because I I, I just will say the same things over and over again. So um, let me see. I see, can you pray whatever is making it harder to wake up and get up earlier? And it's not that sleeping long, just wrong schedule. And as Papa daily, many things and no, here just need clear. I speak that in the name of Jesus, the Holy Spirit will wake you up when you need to, to be woken up. And that you have the time, the precious VIP time with Papa God in Jesus' name. And I just speak that everything that's hindering, everything that's causing things to be blurry, I command that to go in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus right now. And that you get that clarity because he speaks very clear in Jesus' name. Let me see. Um, please agree with me that I am healed and have strong whole muscles in your whole body. In the name of Jesus, darling Jesse. Uh, I command your body so strong. The Bible talks about it in 
Isaiah 58 from verse 11 in the message translation, firm muscles, strong bones. So I command firm muscles, strong bones, bones, muscles. I'm talking to you. Muscles, listen, listen. I command you so, so strong, so firm throughout the whole body in the name of Jesus. I command you to work perfectly in Jesus' name right now. In the name of Jesus, in the whole body, I command you function properly as the body needs to function in the name of Jesus. Every type of malfunctioning, I command you curse. I command you dead. You stop it right now in Jesus' name. And I bless your body in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. How to solve worry and stress. First, the word. First, the word. Go into Matthew 6 and find it the, the where it talks about the worry. You speak that. That's how I did it. I just speak that. And a stress, I went to Psalms 107, starting from verse 19. He delivered me from this stress. So I would always say, no stress here. No stress here. I will talk. Uh, that, that's the first thing. So first, the word. You get Bible verses on worry and stress, and you speak that out. Secondly, um, he keeps you in perfect peace when, when your mind is stayed upon him. That's why I'm talking about the word. Keep your mind stayed upon him. Think about the word. Talk about the word, you know, while you're working or washing dishes, you go, the Lord is my shepherd. Oh, Lord, you're so good. Because, and you just speak the word. Oh, the birds of the air. You know, you feed them, but they, they never gather into barns. They don't sow, they don't read, they don't gather into barns, yet you feed them. Oh, man, I'm so much more than that. You see, you're just speaking the word, speaking tongues a lot. And uh, that's thirdly, speaking tongues a lot. It builds you up on your most holy faith. It edifies you. So every time worry and stress tries to attack you, go and you really have to take authority and say, no, we have to take thoughts captive. You know, Second Corinthians 10, starting from verse 3, take those thoughts captive. Say, no, thoughts of worry, no, thoughts of stress, stop it. And then lastly, just talk to your heart. Say heart, heart. And that's what I do. I say, hey, 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 don't be troubled. I command you unperturbed, undisturbed. I command you cool, relaxed, at ease, in faith, assured. I command you happy, you know, and then I will laugh like, <laughs> because I say, hey, hey, heart, I command you sound and be life to my body. I will talk to it. We need to talk to it. I, I think I have to do a session on that, how to talk to things. Could I get prayer for our pop Simba? Our, yeah, Simba. Please, he's sick. Well, I don't know what he's having, but Simba, in the name of Jesus, whatever the sickness is, I curse it, I command it to die right now. And I speak your body blessed. Every single part of your body, I command it blessed, strong. I command life into you. And that life just comes out of your pores, out of your, your hair. So when people see you, they say, oh, he's such a strong, healthy pop in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And um, thank you so much, Grace and Faith, that you say that. And you're in agreement, Irma. That's good. So everyone, I will talk more about, you know, taking authority or how to speak because I, I do believe that's also a great thing. I like things very simple, very plain, very practical that you can do it yourself. So I will talk about that in maybe the next sessions if Holy Spirit wants that, of course. But for today... Thank you so much um, that you were here with me. And uh, let me see. Hi, Stephanie. 
Uh, hi, Cindy, can you please speak physical manifestation of her healing over my little daughter, Elisa? Of course, Elisa. That's such a beautiful name. I'm thinking about Elisha. You know, in the name of Jesus, Elisa, you are whole. You are healed in Jesus' name. I commend every single thing, you know, in the in the body, in the chromosomes, in the mind, in the heart, in the cells, in the ligaments and nerves, you know, the, 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 the skin, every, every part of your body, I commend it aligned to the word. I commend your body functioning perfectly in Jesus' name. And I speak that light, that resurrection light of the Lord Jesus Christ into you in Jesus' name. I just speak you are healed. I speak you are restored. Every damage done in your body, I command it restored in Jesus' name. I command you restored to health in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I command that miracle takes place in your body, Elisa, in Jesus' name. It just takes place right now, right now, right now, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Papa God, that you already healed her, already given her this miracle in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Um, Irma. You said, I request a prayer of agreement for complete healing from viral pneumonia. Well, in the name of Jesus, I curse that viral pneumonia. In the name of Jesus, I command that die. You're dead in Jesus' name. Every single cell of it, just die. Stop it right now in Jesus' name. And I command you are blessed, whole, and healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Michelle, can you please pray for something happened at church? It's not good. Well, whatever happened at church, I don't know what it is, but I speak for you wisdom and also insight how to deal with it and that you hear clearly from Holy Spirit what to say, what to do, what not to do in Jesus' name. Whatever happened, I speak that Papa God, you step in right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let me see. Um, Sonia, please agree with me. Healed from cancer. I had operation of the colon and gave us. Oh, you have a stoma back. So in the name of Jesus, I speak that your body is restored to health in Jesus name. And every damage done by an operation or, you know, whatever the stoma is doing, uh, whatever the cancer has done, I command that damage restored, repaired to health in Jesus' name right now. And I command a miracle in the name of Jesus so that you don't have to use that stoma bag anymore in Jesus' name. I command your intestines, everything, everything restored, creatively, miraculously restored in Jesus' name right now. And I bless your body, Sonia, in Jesus' name. Terry, love you as well. Love you so much. Thank you so much, Irma, for saying that. Guys, now I'm really going, but I'm going to bless you. I'm going to see you next Thursday. Same time, same place. Love you so much. And think about what are you believing? What are you receiving? And what are you releasing? Yes? Okay. Rosa, God spoke to me through you today so strong. I just started to cry. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that, Rosa. Love you so much, girl. Merci beaucoup. I just love the French language. Thank you so much, Tashera. Romy, thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, brain aneurysm, Julie. Well, in the name of Jesus, 
nothing is too difficult for Papa God. He made us. You know, he knitted our inward parts. He He made our body. So in the name of Jesus, I command complete healing, restoration, recovering from the aneurysm in Jesus' name, from a brain aneurysm. Brain, I'm talking to you. Brain, I'm talking to you. I command you whole. I command you working perfectly, and I bless you, brain. I command you blessed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much, Jenna. Thank you so much. But everyone, I'm going to see you next week. Love you so much, guys. Bye-bye. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.